from the St. Ignatius Chapel at the Manresa Jesuit Spiritual Renewal Center in Pickering, Ontario. The National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I am Father Raymond So. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contributions from Carol Pallison from North Vancouver, British Columbia. This Mass is offered for her deceased husband, Harold Pallison, and other deceased family members. Our thanks to Carol Pallison for making it possible for tens of thousands of the faithful across Canada and around the world to share in this celebration. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Today, the Church honors Saints Cornelius and Cyprian, one a pope, the other a bishop, both martyred around the middle of the third century. So through their intercession, brothers and sisters, let us now prepare ourselves for this sacred celebration by first acknowledging our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who gave Saints Cornelius and Cyprian to your people as diligent shepherds and valiant martyrs, grant that through their intercession we may be strengthened in faith and constancy, and spend ourselves without reserve for the unity of the Church. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first letter of Paul to Timothy. My child, let no one despise your youth, but set the believers an example in speech and conduct, in love, in faith, in purity, until I arrive, give attention to the public reading of Scripture, to exhorting, to teaching. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you through prophecy, with the laying on of hands by the council of elders. Put these things into practice. Devote yourself to them, so that all may see your progress. Play, pay close attention to yourself and to your teaching. Continue in these things, for in doing this, you will save both yourself and your hearers. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. of the Lord, hands of faithful and 
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to One of the Pharisees asked Jesus to eat with him, and he went into the Pharisee's house and took his place at the table. And a woman in the city who, ha- who was a sinner, having learned that he was eating in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster jar of ointment. She stood behind him at his feet weeping, and began to bathe his feet with her tears and to dry them with her hair. Then she continued kissing his feet and anointing them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee who had invited Jesus saw it, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what kind of woman this is who is touching him, that she is a sinner. Jesus spoke up and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. Teacher, he replied, speak. A certain creditor had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debts of both of them. Now which of them will love him more? Simon answered, I suppose the one for whom he canceled the greater debt. And Jesus said to him, You have judged rightly. Then turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has bathed my feet with her tears 
and dried them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore I tell you, her sins, which were many, have been forgiven. Hence, she has shown great love. But the one to whom little is forgiven loves little. Then Jesus said to her, your sins are forgiven. But those who were at the table with him began to say among themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? And Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today's reading strike a chord with me as a priest and preacher, reminding me of the tremendous gift and responsibility that comes with the office. The first reading in particular from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy is a succinct and poignant instruction about the preaching ministry. Some of the phrases that Paul used when speaking about preaching are, give attention, do not neglect the gift, devote yourself. And why is that? Why is preaching so important? Paul sums it up at the end by saying, pay close attention to yourself and to your teaching. Continue in these things, for in doing this, you will save both yourself and your hearers. So why do I preach? Why does anyone preach? As Paul said, it is ultimately about salvation. Not that my words or any other preacher's words will save people in and of themselves. No, there's already a savior. Proper preaching then is about an encounter with our true savior, Jesus Christ. He is the word that brings about salvation and preaching is but the means by which we testify about him. And this is what distinguishes preaching from merely just teaching or public speaking. We as preachers are not just merely catechizing people or persuading others about the truth of our ideas. No, preaching is the facilitating of this connection between the word of God and the listener, you. And we know the word of God brings about conversion and salvation as it is written in the book of the prophet Isaiah. For as the rain and the snow came, come down from heaven and do not return there until they have watered the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and succeed in the thing for which I sent it. That purpose that the Lord speaks of, that thing for which God sends forth his word is our salvation. God wants to bring us sinners home. That is the central pillar of our faith. Lose sight of that and we lose sight of who Jesus is, why he came or why God does what he does. So isn't it surprising then that the Pharisee Simon in our gospel today, whom 
He didn't seem to get that. As a Pharisee, he should have been rather well-versed in the Word of God. He should have learned from the Scriptures that God does not despise a broken and contrite heart. Yet, he cannot help but feel disgusted at the sight of the sinful woman who has come to anoint Jesus' feet. We can only guess as to the reason for his lack of mercy. Maybe he never really heard good preaching. Maybe he had abdicated from his responsibility as a preacher. Maybe he just had never really opened his heart to love. No matter, the best preacher who ever lived, Jesus of Nazareth, proceeded to tell him this story about the two debtors. We can only hope that Simon's heart was changed afterwards by this preaching from the incarnate word himself. For the woman, her heart has already changed. She had most likely been attracted to Jesus' preaching, which we recall began with, repent, for the kingdom of God has come near. Her realization of her need for forgiveness and of God's infinite love for her moves her in turn towards this great act of love and penance. Notice here that she's not doing this out of self-pity, but out of sheer gratitude for our Lord's unfathomable mercy for her. Her heart, once filled with dark desires and sin, now bursts with love and generosity. Contrast that then with the coldness with which Simon the Pharisee greeted Jesus. He had invited Jesus to dinner at his home, not out of any great desire for friendship, apparently, as our Lord astutely observes from the lack of hospitality shown. Brothers and sisters, let us not be like Simon, who met Jesus at a dinner banquet table, but still remain cold and distant to him, closed off to his word and friendship, let us, let us approach Jesus with an open and contrite heart, the heart of that, like that of the woman's, knowing that in spite of our wounds and frailties, he loves us and desires our salvation. Gracious God, creator of all things, we trust in your continual providence as we lift up to you these prayers. For the generosity of heart to share of our abundance and to be grateful stewards of the gifts that were given us, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For an increase in vocations to the priesthood, permanent diaconate, religious life, and holy, healthy marriages, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all suffering in body and in spirit, that they may have comfort and healing, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of those in the Daily TV Mass community who are dedicated to the care of the sick, may they receive the grace to continue their ministry of compassion and caring with hope and joy. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the faithful departed, that they may experience the fullness of Christ's peace and unconditional love. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Father, we praise you for your mighty deeds and thank you for all your gifts. Hear the prayers of your humble servants who strive daily to live as faithful stewards of your creation. 
We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. I had a mess of this water and wine when we come to share the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Receive, we pray, O Lord, the offerings of your people in honor of the passion of your holy martyrs, Saints Cornelius and Cyprian. And may the gifts that gave them courage under persecution make us, too, steadfast in all trials. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you are glorified when your saints are praised. Their very sufferings are but wonders of your might. In your mercy, you gave ardor to their faith. To their endurance, you grant firm resolve. And in their struggle, the victory is yours through Christ our Lord. Therefore, all creatures of heaven and earth sing a new song in adoration. And we, with all the hosts of angels, cry out and without end acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you.
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, his assistant bishops, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And, and with, with your, your spirit. Let us in our hearts wish one another peace. See you on us. 
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us join together in this prayer to St. Joseph. Hail, guardian of the Redeemer, spouse of the Blessed Virgin Mary. To you, God entrusted his only son. In you, Mary placed her trust. With you, Christ became man. Blessed Joseph, to us too, show yourself a father and guide us in the path of life. Obtain for us grace, mercy, and courage and defend us from every evil. Amen. Through these mysteries which we have received, we humbly beseech you, O Lord, that by the example of the martyrs, Saints Cornelius and Cyprian, we may be strengthened with the fortitude of your spirit to bear witness to the truth of the gospel. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. I want to take this opportunity to, once, uh, to thank you for joining today's uh, TV Mass. I also want to thank you for your continued support, uh, both spiritually and financially, for this wonderful ministry. I know that many of you have been praying for vocations. Uh, I want to maybe on a personal note, thank you also for that, because uh, as you can probably guess, I'm not uh, that many years a priest. I've been a, a priest for about three years now. And I want to thank you for all the many prayers uh, throughout my journey in discernment and formation that has led to this day. Please continue to pray for all uh, people discerning a religious life, and of course, for our clergy, those who are in our diaconate, uh, uh, permanent diaconate, and those who are in the religious life as well. The Lord be with you. And, and with your spirit. spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Thanks, thanks be to God. God. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass.